Is this thing on? Hey, yeah. Hey, it's me, freaks. Thanks for tuning in to the Death Comes Lifting podcast yet again. Uh, yeah, this is me. This is just me. So if you're sick of me already, here's the time to just stop. Because it's not going to get any better from here. In fact, it's probably going to get a lot worse if I know me. And for those of you out there that know me, know this can go in some weird places because I don't have a script, I don't have a guest, I don't have nothing. I've just decided to do this today. Um, It's my birthday. Not that that has anything to do with anything because this probably won't be released for about another week before I throw it back to the crypt, send it through all kinds of magic, make it sound good, make it look good, spit it back out, let you listen to it. So... Don't wish me a happy birthday. That's not why I'm saying that. I just feel like birthdays are a good day to reflect on some shit. You know, we're one year closer to death, which each birthday. And I'm kind of obsessed with death. It's kind of my muse. And I'm very cool with that. But not to get all dark right off the bat. I think it's a good day. Good time to see where you're at in life. And where you were last year versus where you are this year versus where you're going to be. If you're on the right track, all that good shit and all that bad shit, maybe. Maybe it's bad. I don't know. Personally, I'm rocking the fuck out. I think this is awesome. I'm uh, doing well. I love you guys. I love that you listen to this shit. I love that the Lifting Dead Army is stronger than ever out there. And we're making some changes, and we're making some moves, and we're improving people's lives, man. That's what it's all about. And that was something I never expected to happen. So I feel like I've succeeded already, and I haven't really done shit. So I hope you feel that way, too. Um, Yeah, so it's September 19th, 2019. 9, 19, 19. I wish they were all sixes. That would make me a lot cooler. But maybe that's God's master plan. Maybe that's his way of saying you're not that fucking cool. You're not as cool as you think you are. In which I would respond, thanks for the constant reminder, God. That conveniently is why we will be releasing some more satanic garb for you pretty soon. Uh, Shameless promotion there. Keep your eyes peeled. We got a lot of stuff coming. Which will let me segue into what we're going to talk about. Uh, I got some updates on Death Comes Lifting on the store, on what we're doing. Um, really excited about it, so I just kind of want to get it out there, and I want you to respond. That would be awesome, just to uh, let me know what you think. I love the positive feedback I've been getting from the podcast, but I also appreciate the negative feedback, too. There's honestly not that much of it, but from what I get... I try to change, I try to learn, I understand your uh, positions and everything, it's really fucking cool. So if this podcast in particular sucks, because it's my first one, just going off the cuff, just babbling, just Hollywood babble on, as I do, and see how many more misfit songs I can rip off before Glenn Danzig shows up and kicks my ass with a subpoena and like a fistful of kitty litter or some shit, uh... Nah, man. I love you. I love Glenn Danzig. Everything we do, 
And that's a common kind of criticism. It's not even a criticism. It's kind of people like, you guys just like kind of rip off a bunch of shit. <laughs> you know? Yeah. yeah. Uh, we do have a lot of original art as well. And I try to support local artists by kind of hiring them or friends of mine to uh, help me with designs. The designs come from me, but we do kind of pay tribute to a lot. And that's what I would love it to be taken as is I, I really don't want to capitalize on anybody else's art and make money from it because honestly I really don't make any fucking money from it like there's not much money to be made I just want people that maybe didn't know that Death Comes Riffing is the greatest misfit song ever written so I just named my company Death Comes Lifting and it worked out so Glenn Danzig I love you and I love Ozzy and Black Sabbath for our Black Sabbath design so Sharon Osbourne don't hurt me and uh, Friday the 13th all that shit we love all that shit and we just want you to love it too. Or we just basically just want to freak people out that don't love it so you guys can wear it to a gym and it's like a kind of giant middle finger to you clothing company. So that's that. That's how this goes. See, I told you I'd babble on. I'd Hollywood babble on. I got that dead sled coffee in me. Shout out to my friends over there. That gets me through a lot of things. I'm feeling good. This is going to be good. But if it's not, let me know. See how you like it. Q&A. People ask me fucking questions, which is wild. You know, I get DM'd and stuff. Death Comes Lifting gets asked, ching, ching, uh, what should I do for my workout? What should I eat? Uh, what movies are you watching? What is the first album you ever bought? Who? Blah, 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 blah. All that stuff. I try to answer all that stuff. And it's really cool that you guys ask me that um, because I really thought nobody would care. So that rocks, and I'm going to try to answer those questions. And uh, if I didn't answer your question on Instagram or Facebook or whatever, um, if we do these in the future, which I'm sure we will, I'll just answer them here. So we'll have uh, like every maybe a couple episodes, I'll do a little Q&A or uh, provide some updates, just me talking shit. And uh, again, I'll warn you at the beginning, just so you know it's me. Instead of trying to compete with the last podcast with one of the greatest human beings of all time, Josh McIntyre. That got an unbelievably positive response, just overflowing. We were both so overwhelmed, so thank you, everybody, for that. So I can't follow that shit up. There's nobody that I had booked that could even hold a candle to that one. And a couple of the people I did have booked fell through so you're stuck with just me instead of not doing it i said fuck it i'm rising to the occasion i'm gonna talk shit and get out of my comfort zone and hang out with you guys for a second so uh let's get into uh some updates uh we got new stuff coming it's almost halloween cue the halloween three music please maybe we can edit that in wyatt edit that in Season of the Witch, Halloween 3, music, boom, boom, They're doing a screening here of season of the, uh, here in Pittsburgh, they're uh, doing a screening of Halloween 3, season of the Witch, with uh, Tom Atkins in attendance, so our Halloween 3, season of the Lift shirts will be heavily featured that week, and uh, we might try to sling some merch, something like that there. I love Halloween, we love those designs, but we're coming out with new stuff, from an awesome death metal artist. He helped me 
kind of collaborate on this. It's it's going to be a badass design. It might piss some people off. It might be a little too much, but too much to me is never enough. So we're going to keep on, keep on keeping on with that. Old designs are going to get refreshed. Some of them, some of them are going to go into the vault. They're going to go into the grave. I like to keep things fresh, and I don't like keeping a big stock of old stuff. We're going to have our staples, the uh, lift waste drink blood coffin. That is that's epic. I credit that to my graphic designer and best friend Wyatt Haggerty for coming up with that. You're the man. That is the that is the mainstay. The also the black flag one, and the classics. Those will not go away. Those will be here probably forever. But what's forever? We won't be here forever. I won't be here forever. What the fuck am I talking about? Everything else, I'm just kind of kind of cycle through. I'm gonna make them limited releases. Um, you know, I might get X amount in stock and see how they do, and we'll go from there. But I like to keep everything fresh, so don't get pissed off when shit's not always in stock. Maybe you just should have ordered it earlier and quit bitching because we're keeping our shit limited. We're keeping it tight. We're keeping it cool like that. I feel like that's way more interesting anyway, and uh, that's what I would like to see if I was not me and I was buying my shit. I think that's cool. Um We're going to be moving into uh, getting training, personal training sold online. Because um, I've been, we'll get into this when I answer, do the little Q&A thing. A lot of people, man, a lot of people ask me for advice and, you know, hey, could I write, could you write me a workout? Could you write me a program? And most of the time I do, I just answer it or I, you know, write them a quick workout. That's cool. That's cool. But as, um, as I'm growing and more people keep asking me for that, like I don't have the time to make it worth my while to like spend time writing a program, honestly, and giving it to you for free. Those are what, that's what's on the website. There are already workouts and programs and there's going to be added programs and workouts on the updated website that we're in the process currently of updating, it's going to be so fucking badass. I can't wait, and I can't wait for you to see it, but I just can't wait for myself, honestly. Um, they're all going to be free. Whatever's there is going to be free, but we're going to have an option. You guys can let me know kind of uh, what you feel. If anybody's interested in that, kind of message me, and we'll see see how that goes. We haven't even figured out a price or anything. I'm just kind of like going off the cuff, but it's happening. Is um. We're going to have a little online personal training. I think it goes every, anything from buying a workout, which won't be expensive or anything like that, or like a program, you know, maybe it's 50 bucks, maybe it's 100 bucks. I don't know. I mean, I really probably shouldn't even say that. Whatever. What the fuck do I know? I don't really even care. I just kind of want to reach as much people as possible, but I need to make it worthwhile for the podcast for everything that's going on, for the company to put it back into that so we can continue to grow and continue to change lives and continue to improve. And unfortunately, money helps that a lot. So that is why we're moving into that, not because we're greedy, pretentious, muscle-bound assholes trying to squeeze you out of 50 bucks for a workout program. But there's also going to be kind of an online, just like personal trainer. So if you want me or one of our fine 
find crypt coaches to be your online personal trainer, we're going to make that feasible. And that's going to be like kind of a monthly subscription kind of basis. And that's going to include maybe a Skype calls, um, check-ins via email. You know, you'll have my direct number, things like that. Um, I'm really excited about that. And uh, that's coming soon. And uh, I got some people lined up that are ready to do it already. So that's awesome. And if that's something you're interested in, then we could just talk about it. I'm really excited about that. Let's do... That's uh, that's about all the updates, I think, right now. We got... uh, I will address more in the Q and A. We got a lot going on, but uh, we're gonna we're gonna continue to focus on what we need to focus on. And um, the question I've been getting asked a lot is uh, about the music reviews that uh, we do on we do on DeathComesLifting.com, or that I do. I write them. Um, and I've said this a million times. They shouldn't even be called music reviews because I've don't think I've ever given a negative review on the site like I don't exist to be a blabbermouth or anything like that or talk shit or like voice my critique because like secretly I wanted to be a writer or musician all my life so I'm gonna shit on somebody else that's just not the vibe I ever wanted to go for and it's so just not what we're about so I just wanted to support the underground and support the shit I like and give bands props. And if people find out about them through me or whatever that previously would have no other way of finding out about them, then I feel like I did my job and that's what that's for. So we've been doing those a lot less and, um, they got a lot more popular than I thought they would. I was kind of just throwing that up there. Just, I love writing always wanted to be a writer that's why this is weird for me right now just talking because i feel like i articulate myself best through writing it's always what i wanted to do so that was just a cool exercise for me and a cool way to support the bands that i liked and it kind of took off in a weird way um you know people sending me shit for them to for me to review and you know i'm doing interviews and all kinds of stuff and um now that the podcast is happening uh, that's going to kind of maybe take over a little bit of the music review section. I still want to keep it up. I still want to write. Um, I want to hire writers actually to, uh, help me with that. So if anybody out there is listening that is, uh, has a good sense of humor and, uh, beyond a fourth grade grammatical capability that can write, let me know. Maybe we can write, maybe we can work, maybe we can, maybe we can make it happen. I don't know. But I don't want to stop doing music reviews, but I will mention and kind of give mini reviews, either in Instagram posts or on the podcast here, and interview bands and record label managers or whatever. We're going to have them all on the podcast. We've got a couple lined up already, so that will serve more as an interview thing rather than just, like, typing it or that, so... We're still going to do them, yes. Will they be as frequent? No. Um, I just have to dedicate more time to this, and I feel like it's cooler to listen to it anyway. As much as I love writing, I feel like not that many people even read them anymore. Um, I don't know. Maybe maybe I'm just crazy. Well, definitely I'm just crazy. But So that's happening. So that's, that's, a, uh, that's a question I get a lot, so there's that. Speaking of, we released a new music review today, or I did. Um, I Flies, which is a fucking killer band. 
uh, guitar player Spencer from Fool of Hell's Side Project. As you know, if you followed any of my music reviews, Fool of Hell is my current favorite new, quote-unquote, kind of extreme metal band. They're, I think, the best. I was going through a uh, period of time in my life where I really wasn't listening to a lot of extreme metal, and that's kind of what I grew up on a lot. Um, it's always been my favorite genre of music for since I was a teenager. It's death metal, black metal, whatever, various subgenre blends you want to throw in there. Um, love that shit. And then I just got bored with it. I don't know what happened. A lot of things happen. Life happens. You get depressed. You know, you go through breakups, whatever. Stop listening to extreme metal. I was just going through a different time in my life. And then I was just like kind of bored with the whole thing. And then I fucking heard Fool of Hell's Trumpeting Ecstasy record. And I was like, this is what's up. And it just totally reinvigorated my sense of everything. And now I can't get enough of anything extreme metal. And that was right when I was starting Death Comes Lifting. And that totally factored into my excitement and passion about like writing music reviews and just getting back into the whole scene again. And so I'm way biased towards that band. I love that band. And I've got the pleasure of meeting them all. They're fantastic dudes. And um, so that's why I was excited about this I Flies project. The album's called Context. It's an EP. It's like six songs. And it's there's a, it's like a noise, noise metal kind of post-hardcore influenced just there's a lot of things going on but the songs are short they're to the point it's just awesome it's a lot of fun i flies great band from there new shit i've been listening to that i would have liked to reviewed that i think you should check out is the new iggy pop record to switch gears a little bit um that dude's fucking 73 i think 72 73 and the fact that he just is as awesome as he is and, I mean, as fit as he is, I mean, that's just so inspiring to just everything I'm about. Everything we do is, like, that dude's 73 and he just made, like, a badass, dark, jazzy rock and roll record and he fucking looks awesome and he still performs with his shirt off and he fucking runs around and... That is just like a giant fuck you to anybody that says they're they're too old to do that shit or they can't like work out because they're 40 or some shit. You know what I mean? Like Iggy Pop just defies all that logic and the album doesn't suck. You know, it'd be like forgivable almost if the album was like, eh, it's amazing. It's, it's absolutely amazing. It's called Free Iggy Fucking Pop, The Godfather. He's the man. The new Ghostface Killer. Obviously, huge Wu-Tang fan, have always been. Right now is an exciting time for them because they got that show, they got their anniversary tour, they're cashing in on that, whatever, I don't blame them at all. New Ghostface is off the charts, um, lots of cool features on that. Um, and that's, uh, well, we'll go back to the to the question. I've, I get a lot of questions about, like, what kind of music do you actually like? What's your favorite? I get that a lot. Like, what? what's your favorite album? What's your favorite genre? Because you go through so much different stuff all the time. And uh, you're always posting different stuff, and you're reviewing different stuff. Just conflicting ideologies. Honestly, that's 
I don't know any other way. I'm just a huge music fan, and I've totally appreciated that shit my whole life, everything, all kinds of different stuff. Uh, maybe when I was younger, you know, you go through that teenage kind of, if if it's not Cannibal Corpse level, I don't like it. Kind of just tougher and more sadistic than everybody else, and I just only like the most fucked up shit possible because I am weird. Uh, that's still true to a degree, but I love everything. Um, speaking of Cannibal Corpse, Witch Vomit is also on my list I just saw here. 20 bucks spin record label out of Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Based in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, I should say. Great, dirty, guttural death metal that is perfect for the Halloween season. Witch Vomit. Highly recommend. Check them out. Um, so, that brings you back. People ask me what my favorite album is, what my favorite genre of music is. And I always just say rock and roll. Because it's all, at the end of the day, rock and roll. Or it's all metal. You know, you can get lost in the sub-genres and be purists, pretentious weirdos about it, which I've been guilty of in the past and in my reviews and all that stuff. But I just love music. And to answer your specific question, whoever asked me this question, I'm sorry I forget. And I don't have my phone with me because I'm trying to be professional. Um, My favorite album is... David Bowie's Ziggy Stardust, the rise and fall of Ziggy Stardust and the Spiders from Mars, um, for a million reasons. Probably because it's so eclectic and it's so just that that time period, like the early seventies glam rock and roll. That's that stuff speaks to me on a very deep level, and it's just there's nothing there's been nothing like it. I mean, certainly today, you know, that's why I tend to gravitate to towards more of the extreme metal these days because that's what stands out to me the fucking the rock and roll that comes out is just garbage if you ask me like you know i couldn't even tell you greta van fleet whatever like there's nothing that even holds a candle to to that um maybe marilyn manson's mechanical animals what like that's it mixed jaguar my boys from uh, brooklyn they should be way more popular than they are. They write some killer rock and roll songs. Shout out to them. But I just feel like it's, it, you know, I'm not going to be the guy that says rock is dead that by any stretch of the imagination, but it is going through a pretty weak period right now. And it's like the old timers are just kind of slugging through it. Just like Iggy Pop releasing new music. We, all have, we can't rely on Iggy Pop for much longer. People need to step it up. I feel like maybe Ghost is the the band doing it the most right now. But even on the underground level, I'm sure there's a lot. But everyone I've heard, it's okay. You know, I'm like, oh, that's cool. That song's good. You know, I might listen to it twice and, you know, forget about it. Nothing grabs you like it used to. There's no imagery. It's just the, the rock, the glam genre waiting for it to be revived. I might have to do it. We'll work on that. I have a synth. I have some I have some instruments. I play that shit. We'll see. I'm not that good, but we'll see. Anyway, that's my favorite album. Extreme Metal on the other hand today though is better than ever. So that's how that's where we go. Next question. Diet. What is your diet? What do you eat? Man, I struggle with this myself and I've always struggled with this. 
you know, I post pictures. I don't, I try not to post too much, too many pictures on my story of like, you know, I'm not definitely not the, uh, the fitness trainer that's posting his every meal and telling you how to do it. Although we will be publishing videos and recipes on the updated website with the super chef and mastermind Josh McIntyre because he's an amazing chef. Um, healthy recipes that anybody can make that will get you way farther than your standard, you know, going through fast food or just, you know, prepared foods at the grocery store, which you may think are good for you, but a lot of the times they're not. And they're full of, uh, you know, fucking processed oils and preservatives and all that stuff. You really should try to stay away from that. Um, so when people ask me specifically what they should do for their diet, I am not a registered dietitian. I'm not a doctor. I read a lot. I experiment a lot on myself. I've been in the game, quote unquote, for a while, and I kind of am figuring out what works and what doesn't. But the best thing you can do is just eat all natural foods, avoid preservatives. And then if you want to make any ethical decisions about whether you want to eat meat or not or whatever, like try it, do whatever speaks to you. Just be smart about it. And I also get asked about supplementation a lot too. Like, what should I take? You know, is this good? And once again, I'm not a fucking scientist. I take the basic stuff. I take like fish oil. I take vitamin D. I take creatine. That's pretty much it. Um, Every now and then I'll try some other stuff. It'll be okay. Amino acids are okay. Um, Especially if you do, if you follow like a pretty hardcore resistance training routine and you're consistent about it, I would think amino acids would aid in your recovery. Um, if you need protein, you handle dairy well, like a whey protein. I personally am liking collagen protein powder these days. I've been trying to stay away from dairy um, just because, you know, honestly, not for any real reason other than I cut it out and I feel better and I look better, I think. Um yeah, I look pretty fucking good right now. And I'm not crediting that all to dairy. Um, but it helped me a lot. And uh, it is ethically kind of fucked up if you look at, like, the dairy farming. And I don't even know if that's the right word. But the dairy industry and all that shit, it's just, it is really kind of bad. Um, you know, I'm not John Joseph or anything. But if you read into that stuff, yeah, I kind of don't want to support that system. Or really just like the the mass food system that we have going on that's full of like antibiotics and unethical treatment of animals and all that stuff like I'm the last person that's going to get on a high horse about all that because like you know I eat whatever I eat all that stuff but I do try to eat like the natural organic like hormone free local blah 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 whatever more words you want to throw in front of it the more expensive and better it's probably going to be for you type shit I just don't try to support that system because fuck them. They have enough money. They, they're, you know, they're poisoning us. They know what they're doing. And for people that aren't aware of that, they're just falling right into their traps. So eat real, whole, natural food and don't support those motherfuckers. And that's why I do it. It's not because I'm high and mighty. Just because I don't want to support those motherfuckers. So veggies should be the base of every meal. You should always have a good array of veggies in your day. Um, uh, again, preferably if you can afford it, like a good source, local veggies, um, you know, organic, whatever, 
just make the right choices. It's not rocket science. And that's what I do. And I, I do do time restricted eating. Um, not because I'm trying to maximize the amount of uh, visible six pack I have because I don't like to eat in the morning. And that's when I try to get a lot of my work done and I feel just more productive not eating. If I eat, it slows me down. I'd rather just like drink coffee, dead sled coffee, I'd rather drink coffee, uh, drink water, coffee and water all morning long. I start eating at about one. I'm done eating at about nine. I get up at five every morning. So I don't want to have you. They say you shouldn't eat within two hours before you go to bed because that fucks up your glucose levels and all that stuff. That's what I try to do. So I try to eat from one to nine these days. And that usually equates to about three meals in there, you know, and uh, just all whole natural foods. I try to get a good amount of protein in because I want to maintain my fucking musculature, you know, and you should too. Having more muscle is better than having none. And you can attain that through proper nutrition and even like a body weight resistance training program or like yoga, like that stuff builds muscle. Like you're going to have muscle tone and even if you follow like workouts, which dun dun dun. Next question that I get a lot is this is just typical. Like someone's telling me their story, like, hey, I'm trying to get back at the gym. I'm kind of confused. Should I just do the treadmill to try to lose weight? Should I lift weights? I don't want to get too big. Whatever. If if lifting weights got you that big. I would look like fucking Rambo right now. But I look way worse than Rambo. It is not that easy. You have to do a lot of a lot of training, a lot of consistency. You have to follow a strict diet. You have to train to get big. It is I promise not that easy to get big. And weights will not make you big. And the person asked me this question specifically was a woman, and I get a lot of women asking me or you know, any of my fellow trainers ask, it's not just me, it's all trainers, they all get, you know, and it's also not just women that just don't know that if you follow a mild resistance training routine, like just, you know, 10 reps of everything, whatever, doesn't matter. It's going to burn fat. It yes, it yes, weights build muscle, but it is not that easy to get big. You have to combine it with a lot of other factors. And you should combine cardio with weights just to be in good general shape. And that is what I preach to everybody. And that's what Death Comes Lifting is. That's what I try to do. I just want to be healthy. I want to, you know, aliens could come down right now. Alien invasion. Boom. I want to kick some ass. I want to be able to run away, but I also want to be strong. I want to be agile. I want to know how to throw a punch. I want to know how to lift a car off somebody if I need to. Shit like that well-rounded you should train for everything and if you're just some big bulky dude or chick that just does like bodybuilding basic workouts and you know doesn't train for mobility or cardio or flexibility or any of that i feel like you're doing yourself a detriment it really makes no sense you know unless you're trying to be mr olympia or you know just trying to look as big as possible that shouldn't be your goal and neither should be in just running and being super skinny. And that's, you know, that serves, that serves your body. No good. You should always try to switch it up. So that's what I say. Just 
do everything as much as you can well-rounded don't overthink it combine weights with cardio if you're new to the gym you go to fucking planet fitness do five minutes on the treadmill do a little weight circuit do five more minutes on the treadmill do a little weight circuit shit like that mix it up everything it's all good it's all better than nothing don't worry about getting too big or too skinny just eat right and move and then we can go from there i've been doing a lot of yoga and meditation recently and I've been posting a little bit about it, and people are like, what's up, man? What's going on? You trying to get all metaphysical on me? You trying to transcend spiritual realms and like kind of figure some shit out? Well, yes, actually. That's what we're all trying to do. I don't know if I've been doing very good at achieving that, but it's working. Um, truth of the matter is, I've always done this. And when I started Death Comes Lifting... I just kind of wanted to make it more about heavy metal and lifting weights, which is what I love. And I'm kind of starting to sneak in some yoga and some meditation on you guys, which is really, I think, more than anything, it's for your mental health. It is for your, 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 obviously it's for your alignment and your mobility and all that stuff. Yoga is amazing for everything, but so is weight training and so is cardio and so whatever that's all good but myself included i know a lot of lifting dead army out there kind of fucked up individuals mentally we need to take care of ourselves you know there's one way to do it is to throw on the death come death comes lifting playlist do some deadlifts as, you know, as heavy as you can go for a run you know work out that way work out that energy but you get a lot of mindfulness and like kind of gratitude and just positive self reinforcement through yoga and meditation. And that's a great way to calm your mind. And it will bring some shit to light that you might need brought to light. And it, you might suck at it at first. You might think you're some, I'm some weird hippie kind of white girl goth dude trying to tell you to fucking, you know, do downward dog and shit. Which, you know, you're not entirely wrong about that. But, yeah, I've been sneaking that in. And I've been I've been sticking to it a lot. And uh, it's dramatically improved my focus, my just mental well-being. And I've seen it improve so many other people's mental well-being. And using just yoga principles, you don't even, you don't have to go take a yoga class. Just look up some stretches. Meditate. I started with two minutes in the morning. Every morning, I just sit down and focus on my breath. Breathe in through your nose and out through your nose. In through your nose and out through your nose. That's what you kind of got to tell yourself at first. And just focus on that and let your mind go. You will suck at it for a while, but I promise if you try it and you're consistent at it, it will improve your life. It really will. Give it a shot. And we're conveniently going to start releasing some uh, yoga-inspired designs. Maybe write a little, publish a little article, a little meditation guide. It'll all be there. Look for it. So, that's how I'm answering that question. So, yeah, I'm not, you know, devoting my life to uh, hearty Krishna veganism and crazy yoga things. I've always done that. I'm just getting a little more into it now. And... Balancing out with uh, with weightlifting 
and running for cardio or biking for cardio or doing some CrossFit. I like to do it all. Um, find what works for you and do it. It's all better than nothing. Uh, that was a very long answer to that question. But, hey, I told you. I told you this would be off the rails. I'm totally going off the cuff. If you thought I was going off the cuff before, now you really fucking know what off the cuff means. Last question I have on the list here. What is the first record you ever bought? Whoo, well, the first record I ever went out with my own money when I was like old enough to, I don't even know how I made money, but I think I was like 12. I figured it out. We'll get into that later. Um, I went out to the store and bought a CD was Rob Zombie's Hellbilly Deluxe, motherfucker. Um, I'm a Rob Zombie fan for sure. That record though, had it just profound impact on me when I was that age. And I've I always loved horror movies, you know, to the core. Loved horror movies growing up. That's like, I didn't want to watch for whatever reason. And it's just, you know, we talked about this on the podcast before as to like the deep psychological reasons as to why I like horror movies and why people like horror movies do like horror movies. But it was always ingrained in me that I, I, you know, my parents would even tell me like, you didn't even want to fucking watch Barney or whatever the hell. Like we put on evil dead for you and you loved it when I was like, I don't even remember. So, and just, that was the first time that I saw what you would call shock rock or theatrical rock or whatever. It's guess it's more metal industrial metal in that stage of Rob Zombie. But I saw those horror movie elements and those old school monster movies and all that shit that I love combined with music and presented in a way that was so awesome and catchy and just so cool. So I, I've always loved Rob Zombie for that. And I'm greatly indebted to everything he's ever done because it was a massive influence on me growing up, creatively, artistically, all that shit. Um, and then I went back and discovered, like, Alice Cooper later. Like, you know, it wasn't first that I was listening to Alice Cooper. I, I knew about Kiss because everybody knows about Kiss. And I thought they were cool, but I didn't know if I liked their music or not when I was, like, a kid, you know. They just thought they looked like awesome superheroes and the guy looked like a demon and the other guy looked like a an alien. I was like, okay, I like this. Is that rock and roll? I thought all rock and roll was like that. And I was like, eh, sounds kind of doesn't like, not like it looks. And then I heard Rob Zombie and I was, I was in. That's, that infected me. That started the virus from there. We got into way deeper, crazier things and Hellbilly Deluxe kind of fell by the wayside, but I do revisit it often just to remind myself where I came from. And am indebted to all of Zombie's work for that, which will segue perfectly into what I'm going to probably going to be the closing topic of this. I'm sick of hearing myself talk. So you probably are, too. The Three from Hell. Rob Zombie's newest film sequel to The Devil's Rejects. Ooh, loaded, loaded subject. I posted after I saw it. And I, I'm standing by this, at least for right now. Uh, fuck it, I'm going to stand by it. We can all fight later. I think it's his best movie. That being said, as I mentioned, I'm a huge Rob Zombie fan. So, 
seen all those movies several times, went to see them. I kind of grew up with a lot of them. I grew up with those characters. Devil's Rejects was probably technically his best movie. That's one that gets all the the praise, and rightfully so. I mean, it's a brilliant, like, kind of, like, dirty 70s exploitation, like, sequel to The House of 1000 Corpses, which is, like, an inflammatory Rob Zombie music video. He totally switched gears and did, like, his own thing with The Devil's Rejects, and it just worked out, like, wonderfully, and those characters are so fucking well-written, and their dynamic, their family dynamic is just, like, it's like Texas Chainsaw Massacre-ish and beautiful and fucked up and funny and with an awesome soundtrack and I was kind of like I kind of felt like all of his movies afterwards were kind of chasing that a little bit I liked the Halloween movies growing up I don't really like them now when I watch them again I'm kind of like okay I understand what was going on there you know and he's gone on to say the studio got involved a lot and kind of fucked things up but I like Halloween too more than I like Halloween 1, which is what a lot of people say is his worst movie, and I think it's great. I mean, I think he's just he's doing his thing. It's his, you know, his creative expression, and he's telling the story of Laurie Strode, not Michael Myers, and she's a fucked up trauma victim and all that stuff. I think it's a crazy, trippy, awesome entry into the Halloween franchise, which is full of a lot of bullshit, so like, why not? Rob Zombie's Halloween too. Dig it. One of my favorites. But three from hell. Back to the original subject. I got, you know, everybody's saying, dude, bold statement. Like, whoa. I mean, I thought it was all right. A lot of people didn't like it. So, oh, they completely ruined the franchise. And I got people to agree with me. It was just a lot. It was a lot. You know, I didn't expect, <laughs> I didn't expect people to react so fucking strongly to me thinking that the three from hell was his best movie. But I didn't expect to think Three from Hell was his best movie, and that's maybe why I thought it was, because I went in kind of like, all right, we're checking this out. Um, I was kind of freaked out that it got a super limited release, and it's like, oh, man, it must be like really, you know, it did it really independent or something, and I didn't really read into the production. You know, I'm not that much of a nerd at this point in my life. I'm doing other shit. Um it's, it was It was amazing, you know. It, it was It picked up where it left off. And I'm not going to give away any details, so don't get freaked out. It's fine. I'm not going to ruin it. Um, and I think, I think it showcased his growth as a filmmaker and as an artist uh, from the time that The Devil's Rejects was made, which was like 2005 or six or something. It's probably filmed in like 2004 or something like that. Until 2019, right now, it's like 15 years. 15 years of. Uh, of growth that he's displaying and you know, his movies in the middle, whether you love them or hate them, it's experience. And the way he wrote these characters were, was not the same as they were in the devil's rejects. You know, he wrote it as if they were 15 years older, they were going through 15 years of trial and prison and surviving of again, rainstorm of bullets and all that shit which people have a problem with that and it's like watch any fucking horror movie and you're gonna argue like logistics like oh they should have never survived like fucking blow me honestly what it's he played it realistic it's so cool the beginning's like half a true crime documentary it kind of like glorifies them like charles manson-esque and it's just like 
you could just tell he loved doing it. The actors loved doing it. It was just a completely infectious movie. And the uh, character dynamic was just as deranged and as cool as The Devil's Rejects. It was all there. It was all there. And I thought it was just shot better. And I thought it was a better story. Um, you know, you could argue that it's directionless, kind of. And there's a lot, like, a lot of mayhem going on. But um, have you seen any of his other movies? Have you, like, you know, going back to the other argument, like, watch any horror movie. There's a lot of directionless shit going on. Like, that's kind of, like, the beauty of the chaos, in a way. And he kind of captures that in a, in a very cool way. Um the acting is very deranged. It's it's better than I think the Devil's Rejects was, and in that on that front too, the set pieces are better. The characters interact with each other better. It's like a and the soundtrack is just as good, if not better. It's like a Tarantino esque western, just murder rampage, beautiful, beautiful movie. It's a. I think it's a. It's like the Devil's Rejects, but better. So, so that's my review of the Three from Hell. In case you gave a fuck, that's why we waited till the end so you could just skip this. But um, yeah. So everyone giving me shit. That's my reasoning. I'm sticking to it. I loved it. I had a lot of fun, and I wasn't bored. That is the main thing, right? Because like, especially new horror movies, I can't even stomach them like, sitting through them a lot. Like, it's just like, oh, I'm so fucked. I wish I was, like, not here doing this. This movie sucks. Clearly just rips off everything else. And, you know, movies kind of suck anymore to me. And um, just the fact that I, I was sitting there and I was excited to be there and see the movie, which was a sold-out movie theater. We saw it on the uh, south side of Pittsburgh. It was fucking sold out. You know, everybody, it was like a bunch of, it was like a heavy metal concert. Like, everybody showed up wearing their, you know, their band t-shirts, their gothic garb, all that shit. It was just fucking cool. It was just a cool event, and people showed up to support this, like, ultra-violent horror movie that could obviously never get released by a mainstream sort of theater chain all that because it's just you know there's a ton of gun violence and it's totally brutal and it's unapologetic and that's like not the climate we're in right now and um it challenges a lot of shit and a lot of people are probably going to get offended by it which is why i fucking love it and i think it did that better than any other movie he's ever done so rob zombie i am sure you're not listening but bravo brother um the rest of you let me know what you thought about it we'll talk about it let me know what you think about anything. Um, it's been real. I actually, this was cool. Thanks, guys. This was a lot of fun. Uh, we should do this more. It'll get better. Any questions, concerns, complaints, corpses, hit me up. This is Zach. You know it. You know what time it is. Have a fucking awesome weekend or week or whatever this release. Just have a good, have a good time. Keep it up. Keep giving them hell. Three from hell. You from hell. Give them hell. Always. That's my motto. Stick to it. Eat your veggies and drink your water. Bye, bitches. (laughs) 